Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette, and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. So it's been two weeks and feeling rusty been, again. There's been a lot of news yeah, in those past two weeks. Yeah. Um, a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, I would say overall, my thoughts on this past weekend kind of lackluster but we're gonna talk about it anyway <laughs> yeah and I feel like we have a few other things that yes. have come up that we can talk about um one of the main things is somebody is back Danny Rick honey badger <laughs> um we have the shirt for sale on the website guys so if y'all want to purchase it you can and click on the link in the bio of our YouTube channel so that yeah and it has some other out. colors so it's really cute yeah super cute we had to do one now that he's back you want to show him your shirt oh yeah so we're both wearing some cute merch today I'm Lynette all, has I'm the IGF on today. one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so big week honey yeah. badger is back I know and last uh episode we left off and we were saying he's coming back most likely it just we could feel it. it was going to happen. But yeah. I don't think anybody thought it was going to be this fast. <laughs> like, What do you think? Do you think it was too fast? Um, for Nick, yes, a little bit. But I mean, I am like, I'm, it's not surprising. You know, it's, it's Red Bull. They want to get Daniel in there for some reason, you know, <laughs> try and get more points because they obviously weren't getting any they've been struggling so yeah um they just went for it and yeah <laughs> i felt like it was too soon but mm -hmm. i mean i know again from your from i have the same opinion of, as you that you know i think yeah. it was predictable of them it's very like red bull culture to kind of okay you're the weakest link like what can we do <laughs> to improve our results and i think at the end of the day they needed a seasoned driver to come in and give them a baseline as to where they were at mm. with the car because Yuki is still considered a, you know, somewhat of a rookie. Yeah. So. And, you know, especially when you have somebody like Daniel waiting back there, um, they probably figure like, you know, we have this guy here. What are we doing? Like, we need to get him in there and see what we yeah. can do. Yeah. So I didn't. I definitely didn't have that in my bingo card for the year, like when we were doing our predictions at the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the season. That he would be back. And I was like, well, just that he would take Nick's spot. Like, I think I was such like a gung-ho, mm -hmm. like, let's go, Nick. Like, yeah. come on in. Like, he's, you know, 28. He's an older driver. I really was hoping that he would be able to, like, do mm -hmm. well. And then... And I think Here a lot are. of people felt that way, especially the way he came into on Drive to Survive. Yeah. His he just seemed confident. He seemed ready to get in there and, you know, get points at least, get yeah. do what he had to do. But and I think that also had a lot to do with it that he is a seasoned driver. He's older. He's he's not technically a rookie rookie. So yeah. they were expecting a lot more from him. So it yeah. just made it the decision even easier, I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, so we started out the the weekend with that amazing Danny news. He was already on like I remember seeing the FP like when practice started on on um, Friday, mm -hmm. and they had like the intro for Formula One. It was like, are they gonna have Daniel yeah. already in there? And they got him in there like quick. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was kind of funny. He had his little like cheeky smile. Yeah, he he must have had a super busy week trying to get all the, the photography, all the video, all of all of that. Yeah, the marketing stuff in. So yeah, so um, that was fun. But I guess we can get get right into it. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like a. It was. I felt like it was. I felt like Friday and Saturday set it up to be like. So, such a hype of a race and then mm -hmm. Sunday came around it wasn't <laughs> as like exciting um but there were a lot of fun things that we can talk about leading into mm -hmm. Sunday so yeah want to get started yeah and we also had the new uh tire format for yes. qualifying so um yeah there's a lot of things going on mm -hmm. and and different things that we can go over so yeah so with practice um all I had was that you know 
we got we come into the weekend mm-hmm. and Checo is like on <laughs> the chopping first, block. Yeah. Everyone's like, why? You know, he he hasn't been able to make it to Q three at all, like in the last what five races, mm-hmm. and so everyone had their eyes on him, and he hits hits the track and spins and out hits in the, the wall. first lap, like literally just completely obliterates the car. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the scary start to the weekend for yeah. him. Everyone was kind of worried, like, is this how his whole weekend is going to go? Yeah. Because if when you're starting off like that, you already have all this pressure on you. And then this happens. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is the kind of weekend he's going to have. And you know, lucky for him, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he was able to get it together, but he's, I mean, even just like that, I'm sure it just puts more thoughts into the heads of, you know, the higher ups of any doubts that they might already have, you know, yeah. costing them some money to repair the car. And just like, you can't even get out there and not, <laughs> not crash again or, I know. or something like that. So yeah, so then we had, um, well, FP1 was filled with rain. So really, they didn't mm-hmm. get much lap time, many lap times out there. Um, Carlos even had a little bit of a spin out. Mm-hmm. The stewards were out there, like, pushing his car back on the track, <laughs> which I thought was funny. He drove back to the pit and to the pit lane and didn't have any damage. So, well, that they could see, like, that was going to keep him from running for the rest of the weekend. So he got lucky there. And then Perez got back in on FB2, got some laps in. And um, yeah, I think another team that we were looking at coming into the weekend was Alfa Romeo. Mm -hmm. Because in practice, they were looking really, really good. Yeah. Um, And then we were also kind of looking at Red Bull because they had the new side pod. Yeah. (laughs) What did you think about it? Could you tell Um, the difference? Not really. (laughs) Just looking at it you know, just like regular, I couldn't really tell the difference until you start looking at the pictures, the comparisons of the, what they had before and then after, but yeah, it wasn't anything I thought too drastic because they were making it seem like it was going to be completely unrecognizable. And And then it was going to give them like two tenths. Yeah. So what did you think? Um, I, I noticed a little bit of a difference based off of like before and after photos. Mm. I think they said it was more like a mailbox style shape shape. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could see some differences. I just didn't see much of a difference when it came to like out on track. So I don't know if they're working through the kinks, like the setup of the car. They probably are, you know, it's their first week with the new Mm -hmm. setup, with the new updates and all that. So (laughs) maybe, maybe it'll give them that, that, you know, more of an advantage, but at this point they don't need it. So (laughs) for me, I was more impressed with Alfa Romeo and what they were looking like. That was surprising. So surprising. Yeah. And Um, they carried that into qualifying and Joe was doing really, really good in qualifying. Yeah. Every time he would pop up there to the top, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, It's working. It's serious now. And with qualifying, so with the new format, they had what was it? Three sets of hards, three sets of mediums, mediums, and four sets of softs. But in Q1, you have to use the hards. Q2, mm-hmm. you have to use the mediums. Q3, you have to use the softs. So I think a lot of a lot of people were wondering, is this going to close the gap with the cars? Yeah. Or is it going to further the gap with the cars? <laughs> what did you think about that? I, I thought it made things interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think... As far as like bringing the tires into the weekend, it it does makes makes some it makes it more colorful over the weekend, like the strategy, because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, we have this many and this many going into race day. So I don't know. It's just sort of like, I think it definitely closed the gap. You think so? In the top ten. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an expert. What do you think? Um, I don't think so I think we'll see when they do it again but I don't think the tire choices really had anything to do with it Mm -hmm. like at the on the top 10 and I think it's only going to keep the teams down like the slower teams from getting into like Q2 or Q3 because they won't be able to throw on the softs and and try and do something trying to come up with something to get in it's just I think gonna now 
kind of keep every everybody in those same spots, right? You're going to have your top teams going in for sure to Q3 and the, and the slower ones stuck in Q in Q1 because they can't do anything else. They, you know, have a different right. strategy to try and, yeah, they can't use to try and get, to get in. in or, so, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we can get into quality from here. Um, yeah. With Joe and Bottas, I felt like that was something mm-hmm. that was like, they were super successful um, throughout the weekend, at least like in qualifying um, up until the race. But um, we had our eyes on Ricardo as well, because people were wondering like, is what Ricardo do? going to be able to beat Sonoda and get into like Q2, Q3? So how did you think he drove? Like, what do you think about his, um, I his think quality pretty day? good considering he's been out of the car for a while and, yeah. and, you know, just, it all happened so fast to prepare. So I think he did, he did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, he, he set up the weekend for himself pretty well. And, um, if it hadn't been for, Maybe the tire strategy. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. he could have gotten into Q3. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what else do we have? Did you have um, any other notes in quality? Yeah. So Russell out in Q1, which right. was one of the big surprises. And with Toto being pretty upset about that. Um, yeah. Didn't he have another like slam on the table? Or yeah. Something? Another slam. <laughs> He's so But angry. I feel like that was their fault. Like, wasn't it, was. it their fault? Yeah. So he must he have been upset at the... He the had guys some bad that traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wasn't. It was really. I don't even know why they do that. They should know by now, like not to wait till the last minute. And also, they're all just slowing down, bunched up at the end. They either need to do something about that so they're not doing that, or they should just know look, we just need to get out there before. It's not worth the risk of waiting till that last second. Right. And just get in a good lap. Yeah. At least. You know, you don't have to wait that much till the end. Right. Go in a little bit earlier and you should just know like, all right, we're going to, we can do it. Yeah. And I think another standout was definitely Hulkenberg, right? (laughs) I don't know what his deal is. Like he's like the quality king. Like what he, every, every weekend I feel like he's doing so well on Saturdays. And then it just kind of fizzles out on Sunday. But yeah. Is he the new Mr. Saturday? I think so. I think people are, (laughs) they're kind of, I feel like they kind of overlooked him um, with the commentary. They didn't really mention him, but I saw him up there and I was like, wow, okay. So what is going on? On a side note, do you feel like Haas is going to um, extend his contract? I would think so. I mean, yeah, they should, even with that alone. And yeah. maybe they can just continue to work on the car for for race day and yeah. see what he can do from that. But... Did you like his new hair? <laughs> uh, it's a little too platinum. Too platinum yeah. for you? <laughs> uh, we just saw the Barbie. We were talking about this before, but we, yeah. we saw the Barbie movie this weekend. And I oh, have to and say... And I'm all in pink, so... And I have to say... Um, the Hulkenberg hair was so spot on yeah. with, with Ryan Gosling. Oh my gosh. Like same exact platinum hair. Yeah. Same shade and everything. A little I wonder if blunt. that's why he did it. Yeah. Well, he was <laughs> asked about it in a, in a conference. He was like, I think it's just a, a press conference. He was like, I think it's just a coincidence. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was a little wink, wink in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then in, also in Q2, you know, we signs in Leclerc. Ferrari, they weren't doing great this yeah. weekend. And towards the end of Q2, it was either Leclerc or Sainz that were going to end up in Q3. <laughs> and then on that last lap, Leclerc, you know, beat out Sainz. Yeah. So that was a that was a shame for Ferrari, unfortunately. But Perez advanced to Q3. Yes. So that was kind of the story of the weekend. He went from... He made it. <laughs> he went from in the wall to... Yeah, he probably had a big sigh of relief. Okay, at least I'm out of Q q1 yeah <laughs> first yeah i think he's he's kind of gained that confidence back at that point yeah so and then uh q3 um lewis like 
till the very end. I love that when when you just have to wait to see each car crossing the line and yeah, and seeing what's gonna happen. Yeah, Lewis, Lando, and Oscar, mm-hmm. I think, were the standouts of yeah. Q3. And and just in the very last lap, Lewis. Did you think it he was going to do it? I didn't. Yeah. Honestly, like, didn't see it, mm-hmm. didn't see the performance in the car the whole weekend. He had a lot of, you know, negative things, negative feedback about the car, even in practice. So mm-hmm. I just didn't see that for him. Yeah. And as they were going through the lap, I mean, he wasn't, he didn't do any purple sectors. So I was like, okay, I don't think he's gonna, pull you know, out. pull it out enough. And he had, so he had like two greens and even a yellow. Mm-hmm. So I don't even, I was like shocked like everybody else, but it was three thousands of a second. And I saw a graphic that said that equals 25 centimeters yes. the difference the cars so were it was just, really really close that was crazy yeah. i saw that too <laughs> and then there was something that i can't remember what they said but there was something like half only a half a second separated everybody in like the top 10 is that mm-hmm. right top and 10? even till the last spot because they said it was one second um between logan Sargent and lewis yeah which Considering usually, you know, it's two, two something seconds. That's pretty good. Um, like across Margins. the whole field, yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very cool. So I think everybody, you know, going into race day was like, "What does this mean? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna have a race? <laughs> like finally?" And yeah, <laughs> and did we have a race? <laughs> Well, we had a race behind Verstappen. Yeah. So. <laughs> but before we get into that, um, Gridwalk. Gridwalk. It was a little empty in there. Martin was yeah. looking around, looking for people, kind of standing there like, okay, so here we have this car. <laughs> yeah. So Terry Crews. He was so excited. He was, I was so like, excited. he is really happy to be there. He... <laughs> Isn't he the guy who sings the... Michelle Branch. Yes. And TikTok that I we was have. thinking of that. There's and I was like, like a TikTok. what movie was that called? I don't remember. I, I think it's White Chicks. <laughs> oh, it might be it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was so funny. I, I think we have a TikTok with that mm-hmm. um, with that cut. Yeah. But yeah, he's hilarious. You could tell he was super excited. He was to be very there. happy. And then we saw Jerry Bruckheimer, who is the producer of the F1 movie that's mm-hmm. being made. Now, they currently have a SAG after strike, which is basically where none of the celebrities, none of the actors are actually acting right now that are a part of SAG. Mm-hmm. So I was curious. I was like, why is Jerry there? I guess he's doing research for the movie. Well, he said um, that they were still working. They were still going on. So I guess maybe some of them haven't mm-hmm. gone on strike or they're doing maybe smaller scenes or something like that. Yeah. Um, or maybe like stuff that's not the actual mm-hmm. acting part, but maybe yeah. like the production Action, part. shots and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So, and then Michael Strahan was there as well. Michael mm-hmm. Strahan. So... He was talking about how he was like, I don't feel like I'd fit in these cars, but <laughs> big old football player. So yeah, it was kind of an empty, empty uh, grid walk. Mm-hmm. But I guess after last week, yeah, <laughs> he needs a break <laughs> from yeah. all of that. Yeah. So yeah, going into race, um, we had that Lewis. Yeah. Max first, I mean, row. what else can you <laughs> mention that first turn? Okay. We asked this question or yeah, I have, should we get into that after yeah. or? Oh yeah, or we can do it after. Okay. That's fine. Um, but what did you think did, before the race started? Like, did you think that I was were... nervous? Cause I was like, I feel like if they, if, if Mercedes has any pace mm-hmm. at the very start of the race, like I was just so worried about contact because they have such a history, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I was. I was worried. I was like, just don't take each other out. And then, but also I was like, but beat but maybe, no. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, and then maybe we could get like a- other people on the podium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought he would, obviously I was like, oh, Max is going to get him yeah. eventually. Right. I thought maybe at least a lap or two by the second lap, I thought he'll if get there him. there was no contact, yeah. I knew Max was going to yeah. get first. Um, but 
I was kind of thinking that maybe Oscar would have a chance going into turn one just because of the positioning, like where he was at on the side of on what side of the track compared to Max. And he was uh, fourth, right? P4? Um, third. Right. No, I think no, it was. Sorry. Uh, uh, Norris was third, third right? right? Yeah. So, so there was Norris. Some, wasn't it like if you're on the inside of mm. the starting line? It's a little dirtier. Yeah, so, so you, the grip and all of that um, kind of affects it a little bit. And, right. And then just like the way they had their cars turned and all that, I was like, okay, I think the McLaren might have a shot at getting him, like just getting up behind him, getting a little bit of that slipstream. And then, but no. No, they had, he didn't get a good, Lewis didn't get a good start. No, and he got, let's see, both McLarens and Max overtook him. Mm-hmm. by the first turn pretty much after that and after that it was that's it <laughs> yeah. yeah he lost out yeah um i think another person who lost out at the front at the on the first lap was joe yes and then he caused an accident and that was the big story of the <laughs> yeah. race and that was about the only story so yeah he was caught sleeping there mm-hmm. and just it took him, I mean, the way the cars were just passing and passing him, it took him a bit. And after that, I mean, he just kind of got caught. Yeah. In well, a place he ran where... into like Ricardo. Mm-hmm. Ricardo ran into the Alpines. The Alpines ran into each other, took each other out. Yeah. So it was like a, tra- a train of events. That... I know. When they kept showing the replays, I'm like, okay, what, how, how did this all happen? Because it was just all of a sudden you just see all those cars and it was hard to tell who hit who, who caused right. it, what happened. But. Yes, yeah, so yeah. both Alpines out mm-hmm. by the they didn't even make it to the turn. What do you think this does to Alpines? I guess morale in the garage. Yeah, I mean, it had must a couple not be good really because even races. from the beginning, they were already kind of criticizing like the drivers aren't doing what we where they're not where we want them to be. They're not doing what you know, like performing even more than they they should so and I feel like they haven't I feel like they've just kind of been stuck there either finishing races or getting in the points but they're not really doing anything like outstanding but do you think that's them drives. or do you think it's the car what do um, you think gosh a little bit of both maybe because mm-hmm. I just think they haven't been maybe pushing as hard as they could or and then if they do something happens So that kind of shows that maybe you don't have everything under control and you're just trying too much, pushing too much when you can't really control it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So unfortunate for Alpine, um, but also unfortunate for Alfa Romeo, because like we went into the weekend thinking, okay, like, let's see what you can do now in the race. And it just kind of after that. Yeah. Fell apart for both of them Mm -hmm. for both of them. So yeah, I think they really had missed out on a really good opportunity to see what the car could do. Yeah. I think someone who also may have missed out a little bit was Oscar. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, like you said earlier, you thought maybe he'd be able to pull ahead and because of his position on track. And I think, you know, he was ahead for a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And then Lando got the undercut when he Yeah, he was second for stop. a while. And then for some reason, they pit Lando first. Before and usually him. it's it would be the one in the lead. But I guess they were concerned about Lewis um, mm-hmm. and Lando. So they, they went ahead and, right. and pit Lando first, which was good for him. But it kind of put Oscar in a situation where... He really wasn't able to do anything after that. Like it kind of carried over onto right. the the entire race. And yeah, I also feel like maybe he was having he was struggling with the car a bit. Mm-hmm. Like I did see he said he had damage, damage, tire management. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that stuff kind of came into play yeah. with his race. So if he didn't, you know, obviously there must have been something going on. So if he didn't, I mean, that just shows the McLarens whatever they did, whatever upgrades they had, because a lot of people were thinking, well, let's see um, the next race, right? From last, from last time, Mm -hmm. see if it's just, is it a one-off or is it only on specific tracks? And it looks like whatever they did is working because they, I mean, they were there this week. 
So do you think, well, we can get into that later because I know we've got questions <laughs> that we have to answer, but um, I think overall this shows that McLaren, you know, had a good race last week, had a good race this week, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see where it goes moving forward. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm also sad because I feel as though Aston Martin is like, disappeared yeah <laughs> they were the main contender i felt like mm-hmm. for red bull and then now all of a sudden where are their drivers yeah. what happened to the car and in both qualifying and the race they're just not anywhere to be seen anymore so no it's like ferrari and aston martin were up there mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're just like dropping <laughs> off mercedes is kind of moving up and and mclaren, and McLaren took mm-hmm. a big step so <clears throat> Yeah, that was, it's, it's interesting to see. And if Red Bull hadn't, if Red Bull wasn't so dominant in this race, like in this race for the championship, I feel like it would be such a great oh, yeah. season seeing all of these teams kind of moving their Switching cars around, forward. shuffling around everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be a really interesting season if it weren't for Red Bull kind of taking everything here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... <laughs> But anyway, so um, speaking of Mercedes, George, P18 was where he started. Yeah. <clears throat> Finished seventh, right? Was it seventh? I think sixth. Sixth or seventh, um, yeah. Because of the pen- uh, Charles penalty. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, he had a really, really good start. Really good start. Him and Carlos had a really great start. All of a sudden, <laughs> we were like, is that Carlos behind Charles? Like, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. ended up. He moved up, I think, what, to fifth also? hmm Yeah. They both had really good starts. I think George had a really good race overall. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And Logan Sargent out. Yeah. The did they to say why? Lap. I'm not sure. I think he had damage or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They're just like, eh, but let's go. Go home. <laughs> why can't he catch a break? I Seriously. Know. And then Sergio. Mm-hmm. What did you think about his race? I think he did good. Yeah. He yeah. he moved up all the way to third and he started <clears throat> what? Uh ninth, I think. Did he? Not sure. So he had um some places to make up, but Yeah, and I think he proved this weekend that, you know, he's kind of past that slump at least, mm-hmm. like the really bad slump. But yeah, I mean he he impressed me for sure. He started out ninth and then ended up in third. So, yeah, I felt I mean, he I felt like he had to be on the podium this weekend because with all the hype around Danny. Yeah. And just scrutinization. He had to, you know, and he wasn't starting too far back. You know, he was still in the top 10. So, I mean, if you don't get on the podium, (laughs) it doesn't matter if you made it into Q3 or if you (laughs) got points, Like you had to get that podium. So, so good for him. Yeah. Um, do we want to light it up for Max? <laughs> for Max. <laughs> so Red Bull once again prevails. Will they ever lose? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That'll be the day. I think everybody was hoping it would be Hamilton's or or McLaren's day, mm-hmm. but come I on. don't come I on, don't guys. Know. That yeah, was never gonna happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so. they they got what, twelve in a row now? for Gosh. Red Bull. Isn't that a new record? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you know what else is a record? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um <laughs> the the podium after the race. Oh, Did yeah. you see that? Yes. Oh my gosh, Lando. With Lando. that slam. He just is such a troublemaker too. Like <laughs> And afterwards. he went for that one. That one he was feeling it. Like he just slammed that bottle down. And he saw the trophy and he was just like <laughs> like I don't care we're spraying some some champagne like and then even like the after they were just laughing social media coverage Mm -hmm. and he was like posting on his stories like sorry not sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh that's such a Lando Lando thing um do you think that Max handled it well I feel like oh yeah I think he was just laughing about it and yeah didn't take it too serious so yeah apparently they are already uh rectifying the situation (laughs) apparently his trophy is being uh remade or something Mm, so yeah by the company that makes them so no big deal but i thought that was 
funny and Red Bull got in on the fun as well with all the (laughs) yeah it said uh, the company said it has a lifetime guarantee so Hmm. they'll remake it whenever it needs to be remade well that's good for Max (laughs) as if he doesn't need another trophy I know right (laughs) and Red Bull yeah so yeah is that did you have anything else for the race? I that's, I mean, that's all the major things that happened. You know, Y'all, the we race mentioned, was kind of boring. Yeah, we mentioned Charles and his penalty. Um, but other than that, I mean. Speeding in the pit lane. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what is going on with Ferrari, guys? I just feel so bad for them. Yeah. And so overall, I think for Ferrari, it wasn't that terrible. Right. But I think they just got really unlucky with that. Um, the wheel gun issue that gave him a slow pit stop you know I wouldn't really put the blame on like actual Ferrari or any any of the like anybody on the team and then Charles that is an unnecessary penalty that that he didn't need to get so right um, but overall I mean throughout the race and their strategy it just you know just basic average (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering um, who finished, or where did, um, before we go on to the next segment, where did Ricardo finish? And he finished in 13th, 13th mm-hmm. ahead of Sonoda. Yeah. So, good day for him. I think Yeah, his, especially his goal since going for a it. while he was in the back, he was last. Right. After that little incident that happened in the first turn with the Alpines and Joe. So, I think he did really well to, like, make up those positions and mm-hmm. end up still ahead of his teammates so yeah I, not points but a really good start I think for him and just outside the points Alex so oh mm-hmm. sad day for Alex I think he <laughs> hates being 11th that's like his least favorite <laughs> position to yeah. be in so um but hopefully hopefully next week the track will suit them a little a little better at Williams so on to our next segment. I oh, wait, we have our, we need to do our driver of the day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Driver, winners, losers. So driver of the day. day was Perez, right? Right. Okay. Who was your driver of the day? My driver of the day was George. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, but like Perez, you have like the best car. <laughs> like you should be performing like that every week. Mm-hmm. So for me, he wasn't driver of the day because he's always had the tools to be able to do it. For me, it was it was George because he went from P eighteen to P seven or six, and that's a big jump. Yeah. I think that's the most places made up by any driver at the like on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So for me, George. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I was thinking maybe Perez or Lando, but yeah, I agree. Like George could be one of them. Um, And I was just thinking Lando because he just kind of had a good race overall. He He did. He did move up. Um, He managed the tires. Yeah. In in order to help keep second because Perez could have come for him. Um, Yeah. So I would go. Let's go with Lando. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. you are... That's what like Lando three in the three in a row. I think I've had Lando for my driver of the day. Okay. So interesting. 57 of you guys voted for Lando. So that's 55% voted for Lando for driver of the day. I'm like, what? How did, how did Sergio Perez get driver of the day when only 21% of you voted for him for driver of the day? (laughs) I feel like, come on guys, don't we like represent most of like F1 community? Yeah. Um, Maybe they were all just happy for him that he finally got a podium. So they're trying to motivate him. (laughs) If I weren't picking George for my driver of Mm -hmm. the day, Lando would be yep. driver of the day for me. So, um, yeah, 50, no, 57, 55% Lando, 21% Sergio, 17% George, and then 7%, seven of you voted someone else. And a lot of those someone else's were for Oscar. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people thought, well, Oscar's in the points again. So yeah. it was a great race for him. He's keeping up with the big guys. Yes. <laughs> And with that, I think we should get into, oh, did you have any biggest losers? Yeah. Who was your biggest loser? Uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, was going to be mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, or maybe I'll go different, and I'll just say, like, Alpine as a whole. Mm-hmm. Biggest loser. A team. Yeah. yeah. But 
but yeah, those are tied for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think Alfa Romeo because they look like they could really do something this weekend. I know. So, and it just, you know, they didn't have a like, crash or anything. They just, they stayed in the race, but they weren't able to do anything after that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, with that, do we have anything else before we get into our next segment? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay, so we're going to do another pit crew segment. <laughs> <laughs> There's our pit crew sound, guys. So we took a bunch of polls this week, and we just wanted to kind of review them, um, some of the votes. And one of the most interesting ones for me was to see y'all's opinion on Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, of course, we had to do a poll on that. Yeah, so we said, curious where you guys think Daniel will finish in his first race back in F1. Where did, where did you think before? Um, I didn't think he was going to get points, but I think like where he finished, 13th, around there. Yeah, like, that was the yeah. same for me. Mm -hmm. I did not think they would be in the points, but no. I also was like hopeful that he wouldn't be in the back. <laughs> So. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he was, I think, above 15. And if he beat Sonoda, I think it was a good first race for him. Yeah. And so did you guys. You voted 60% of you said that he would end up between 11th and 15th place. Mm -hmm. So and he ended up in 13th. Yep. 13th. And 17% of you said he would be in the way back. And then 23% <laughs> of you Y'all were very optimistic. I know. <laughs> you said he'd be in the points. So, um, yeah, that was great. We liked your input on that. So thanks to everybody who answered. And then the next poll we did was, um, well, this one's kind of lackluster at this point, but <laughs> who do you think will win tomorrow's race? And 51% of you guys said Max, and you were right. So, <laughs> <laughs> And the rest of you were just wishful thinking yes well that would have been me as one of them no i'm just joking but um and then i asked y'all if you were stressed about the race start like i was and i was surprised i thought maybe i was like the only person but 87 i was surprised that so many people i was one of the no's I yeah wasn't, i wasn't worried well or like stressed about like i didn't think anything was gonna happen yeah crazy well, 45 of you guys were right there with me. I was like having like a, having flashbacks. I was having hot flashes. I'm like, I, you know, is the premenopause starting? Because <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Um, but yeah, so that and then the other one we did was we asked if you guys had any questions for us. Yeah. And so, there was a few. Yeah. Some we good got, ones. We got some good questions. Thank you to everybody who wrote in because it gives us some really great content and allows us to connect with each other to, you know, just talk and chat about F1. So we're always here to answer those and we love getting them. So please, please, please send them whenever you have them. All right. So you want to do the first one? Sure. Okay. So the first question was, do you think McLaren will remain one of the better cars for the rest of the season? And that was from Maddie Jonas eight. Um, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. That's, I think that they've shown Silverstone and Hungary as being two very different tracks mm -hmm. and they've been able to do well on both tracks. Yeah. So in my opinion, yes, this is them showing that they are here to stay. I agree. Yeah. 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 I, I hope so. I hope that at least they'll be able to like close the gap. With yeah. Red Bull, because that would be ideal. And then the next question we have is from Abishek. And he says, we've seen a dominant Mercedes and a dominant Red Bull. Which driver impressed more, Max or Lewis? And I think what he means is like in your like Lewis era mm -hmm. and in your Max era, who impressed you more? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we haven't seen as much of Max in like his dominant era, but I'm going to go with Max just okay. because I think, and I'm sure I've said this before. I just think overall he has it all together more. He's just a better overall driver 
uh, like a full package, I think, compared to Lewis. Yeah. yeah. So I don't disagree that he's like mm-hmm. a full package, like special driver. Um, but let me try and take the opposite just because I I personally really like Lewis as a driver, but also as like, I don't know, I just think he's cool. <laughs> and so um so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Lewis because I feel like um he even though he had a dominant Mercedes run, now we're really getting to see the guts of him, like where he is able to bring Mercedes when they're really in the dumps. And I'm curious to see, I feel like it'll be more well-rounded to see him be at the top and then to see him down at the bottom to then pull them back up. Mm-hmm. If they pull, if they're able to pull it together and become a championship winning car again, he, I feel like is probably the more well-rounded driver just because he's able to, you know, keep a team together not that it's his job and not that he's even probably doing it, but I think he's kind of the, like the face of Mercedes, him and Toto. So being able to like bring a team from championship to like loser to back to championship would be really cool. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Lewis because I like Lewis. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's what we got for you. Hopefully that was a good answer. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, so the next one is from Allison Bloff. Mm-hmm. And thoughts on Lewis's start? What do you think? Um, I feel like there's really not much to say or think about it. Or, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said earlier, I thought for sure they were going to, he was going to get passed by at least the end of the lap or lap mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I think it was more just that everybody else kind of had a better start. And yeah. And I, I was a little surprising that he couldn't even keep up really after. I mean, it was, they passed him and that was it. He kind of just stayed back there. Didn't mm-hmm. even put up a fight or anything. Um, but he's had, I feel like, some not so good starts. Sometimes it's not someone that always is going to have a good start. So, but they didn't really sh- like. It wasn't really a bad start, was it? Or did the other guys just have that much of a better? I feel start? like based off the radio, the radios mm-hmm. into the team. I think he thinks that he blew that start because mm-hmm. um, he yeah. was like apologizing and stuff. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Like. Yeah, I, but there I, wasn't anything like he didn't um, like with the shifting or anything like that. Nothing happened. I guess right. he just didn't get a good start at all. So, yeah, yeah, my thoughts are poopy. Mm-hmm. That stinks. <laughs> stinks for him because uh, could have been really fun. But, you know, it was it was what it was. And he didn't get a good start. And I just felt like it was lackluster and <laughs> boring. It was just like it literally it was just like it like oh, deflated every goodbye. how every all the excitement that everyone was feeling about him being uh, on pole. It just kind of like it literally <laughs> sucked the air out of out of the room. Yeah, 100 percent. And then the last question we have is from Saul. He says, your thoughts on the new quality tire rules. To me, it was really enjoyable. The top 10 was <laughs> emoji. <laughs> We kind of touched on this earlier. I feel like it didn't really have anything to do with the tires, but maybe we'll see the next time they try it, which is going to be in Italy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't see it going, like making it more exciting. I feel like it's going to kind of take away from qualifying versus adding something to it. I I think they should go back to using the tire. So when they whatever the fastest lap they would do in Q2 is what tire they would start with. Mm -hmm. So I think they should just go back to that because then it takes, you're having your strategy from qualifying going into your strategy during the race. Yeah. Well, he gave us his input. So he said, if it's not too late, I'd like to give my input. I love how it added something new 
it made the top 10 a lot more staggered and closer. But I think the downside, the bottom teams who struggle as is will never have a chance to get into Q2 or three because they can't get the pace on the hearts like mm-hmm. the others. Yeah. And I think that's what you're saying is like, it doesn't make it like that much more interesting because no new players are coming in yeah. to, to, to like Q3. So I, I don't know. I guess I agree. Um, yeah, I think I agree too. It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting on the whole, like you're like, oh, like it's a new thing. Like this is a new way to have like a quality mm-hmm. day. But I think at the end of the day, seeing the results and understanding kind of how it played out, you're right. Like it wasn't really that exciting and no. it kind of just highlighted, okay, the top three teams and the top three teams or yeah. the top 10 drivers or the top 10 drivers. Like, And, and I don't think that they should be changing things in the middle of the season mm-hmm. because what if it would have, you know, they come up with this new um, qualifying and it changes everything completely. And so what happened now with like all the qualifyings before, like it's just now not really consistent because you could, let's say for some reason now have some team doing better than the other. And like you're in the middle of a season where you're getting points and all of that is affecting it. Like I just, it's, yeah, they should just stick with everything at least for the full season. And then if they want to try something new, start it next year. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, that's all we have for our questions. (laughs) Those were good questions. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for, for writing in and asking and, um, yeah, so let's get into, we have like a couple of news items before we end the day. Mm-hmm. And one of them are the cost cap reports that yeah. were like pretty There's heavily. There's a bunch of rumors all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Um, the cost cap reports were that apparently three teams had breached the cost cap in 2022, but there was a lot of conflicting reporting going on. Mm-hmm. Somebody who works for Sky Sports was like, actually... You know, I said this, but then someone from F1 had actually said that they're not even done with figuring that out yet. And then yesterday or today, Christian Horner came out saying like, they're under, we are under the cost cap. (laughs) By millions. um, Yeah. But I think they did come out and say that nobody has yet, that they can confirm that nobody has. Um, So as of now seems like everybody's fine but it was funny seeing the comments people just automatically trying to figure out which team it was or like uh Ferrari Mercedes McLaren or you know Aston Martin for oh Aston Martin was, was one of the one. big one yeah. yeah everybody trying to figure out who it could be did you feel like if if there were several teams that breached the cost cap mm-hmm. that this would cause for some different type of punishment? Did you feel like it was enough? I feel like they would have to do the same punishment, but they would probably now going forward look into it more, see what they what they really have to do mm-hmm. to get them to stay under it. But um, yeah, do you think anybody has gone over? I think Aston Martin's probably <laughs> gone over. <laughs> But that's just because they've got Lawrence Stroll made of money, honey, on their team. I don't know. Um, maybe if they were still doing really good, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like if there's anybody, it's definitely not going to be like Alfa Romeo. Yeah, Haas or anything like that. Haas, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess we'll, that's more to come on the cost mm-hmm. caps. And then... Any other news? Um, we have, um, so a Ferrari has uh, gotten somebody from Mercedes, uh, Logic Sarah, I think is how you Loic. say it. Loic. I don't know. Who knows how to pronounce uh, his name, <laughs> but it's very unique. Yeah. So he's a performance director at Mercedes and he's an, under contract until 2025. So it'll still be a while until he goes to Ferrari because mm-hmm. um, he said he will fulfill his commitment of his contract with Mercedes and then, okay. and then go to Ferrari. So Mr. Like, Dependable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like Ferrari's adding some more people from, from other teams, but won't be till at least a year or two that a lot of them 
I think that they're going to have like their complete team probably won't be till two, maybe three years. Yeah. So we'll see how all that changes. Yeah. By then. Yeah, we'll see. But that's all we have on the on news. And I think from here, we've got nothing else for you guys, except (laughs) except we just have one request. Please, 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 please. Will you rate our podcast on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts on Spotify? Give us a five star review. That would be amazing. (laughs) Follow us on TikTok and face or on Instagram uh, Instagram and threads. Mm And yeah, we it's would just IGAF one podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Right. IGAF one podcast. So please give us a follow. We appreciate you guys so much. You have no idea how much fun we have oh, yeah. just doing this. I know. And y'all. just getting those questions and even just talking back and forth um, throughout the week yeah. with things that we post and you guys give your comments yes, and, and things in the like DMs. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we love chatting with y'all. So thank you so much for, for following us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So what's, what do we have next? What's next week? So we have spa. Spa. <laughs> yeah. That and sounds then, so relaxing. I know. And then it's summer break, yes. which we'll have, um, some episodes, at least one episode during the break. It's going to be three, three weeks. That's the break. So. Right. And August is a very, busy month for your girl because it's my birthday and and also we'll be out of town once again so mm-hmm. we're trying to work in some guests while yeah. also working around the schedule but yeah and it's a pretty quiet time for f1 anyways because nobody yeah. can work on anything so usually there's not a lot going on yeah so we'll we'll for sure have one episode during the break and and then it's Time to go racing again. Yay. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Yep, next week. All right. Bye. Bye.